listening to Mighty Morphin Legacy. It's a good name. Shut up. I am your host, Eli, and I am joined by Ashley. Ruby Riddle, Red Ranger. There you go. Abby. Casey Brown, Pink Ranger. And Mike. Jaden Emery, Green Ranger. Yeah. And last time, you guys uh, had some psychological trauma. Yeah. And got your zords. Yay. We're all very proud. Uh, so it has been, um, it's been a few weeks. You're actually well into October at this point. Um, you've had some small skirmishes with polygoners. Um, mostly them just sort of attacking places. It's hard to, it's seeming, seemingly they're just causing chaos. You know, it's just basic terrorism shit. Doesn't seem like there's any, like, specific target uh, other than there are a lot of people here. That's what they want us to think. Yep. That's what the government wants you to think. Oh, Lord. Oh, yeah, Casey's made a deep dive into hunting down conspiracy boards. Yep. Because fun. <laughs> Why not? Um, so, and... Regularly, Zordon has requested you guys come to the command center and participate in some training exercises. Um, which is why you all are now level five. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and the the training simulator is genuinely very fucking cool. You know, it's hard light sim like it's the hollow deck from Star Trek. Uh, and. But one of the times you guys have finished up your uh, training, you get back to the main control center, and uh, Zordon is studying something. This is like a news report. Um, and he says, this might be something that you three should look into. Um, and it's this news article talking about how uh, the third high-profile attack. Uh, But this time it ended in, unlike the other two, this one ended in a death. Um, And Zordon brings up a few more articles and uh, he says, three people have made attacks against others claiming that they were defending themselves from monsters. A one Travis Montrose uh, fired a handgun at his brother, claiming that he was being attacked by some kind of skinless monster. Uh, Brenda Turner, the wife of Angel Grove's mayor, Rita Kahn, uh, or Rita Cohn, not Kahn, uh, was hit by a car after fleeing a skeleton made of knives uh, after also attacking uh, the mayor while saying this. And uh, Kai Khan, the CFO of Zio Industries, uh, attacked CEO Franklin Whalen and then dove out of a window screaming about putty patrollers. That seems to be the majority of, the, of what the news knows at this point. Everything else is conjecture and hearsay. Who was the last person? Because I didn't catch that. Kai Khan, the CFO 
uh, chief financial officer of uh, Zio Industries. He attacked Franklin Whalen and then dove out a window. It's the second time Whalen's come up. Yes. Odd that he was attacked, and also these hallucinations or illusions, hard to make heads or tails of what they might be. And Alpha 7 says, there's certainly not a hard light projection. If it was one of those, everybody would have seen it. Magic? It could be. The who is a large question. Rita Repulsa is off somewhere in the universe, and last I heard, not particularly interested in her former ways. I would also claim perhaps Lord Zed, but if he was still alive, we would know it by now. He is not subtle. Well, we got Wayland Tech. Seeing being used for these nefarious purposes. And he's pretty much right there in the center of an attack, so why don't we talk to him? I believe that would be as good a place to start as any. A small amount of extra info. Travis Montrose is the son of Greg Montrose, who is the police chief. Or police commissioner. Uh, for Angel Grove. Hmm. All three of these people are like somewhat connected to someone in a position of power in Angel Grove. Yeah. Interesting. So Travis Montrose was the son of Greg Montrose. He's the police chief? Yeah. Okay. And Brenda Turner is the wife of the mayor, yeah. Rita Cohn. Yeah, I do remember that. Well, all of its high-profile people, too, in the city, so it grabs more attention. Or would grab more attention, I mean. Um. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Zordon says... So far, Mr. Khan is the only fatality of these attacks. Khan was the... CFO. CFO. Yeah, and he jumped out a window. Okay. He was the third one. Yes. Miss Turner is still in the hospital. I have no information on more than that. You would have to investigate. But I don't know what game is being played here, but I do worry that Mr. Khan will not be the last of the fatalities. Are they? Were they like? This is going to be a weird question, but would they be like in a certain geographical? Like all those people, kind of like in a closer area. Um, he brings up the locations of these three attacks, and they're not really okay. I was just wondering. Um, if I mean, the the mayor, where the police chief lives, and where the mayor lives are close, just because they kind of live in the same. Not the same neighborhood, but not too far off. Yeah, but it's... Yeah. Um, but the the Khan incident happened at Zio Industries, which is on the other side of town. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just the people that are being targeted, not in a location or an area. I, I think that's a fair assessment. Yeah. Uh, but the next step is up to you guys. Uh, I think we should check on the lady. Brenda Turner? Uh, no, Rita Cohn. The mayor? Rita Cohn is the mayor. Brenda, Brenda Turner, her wife, is the one who attacked the mayor I and got the ran out into the street. Up. And keep in mind, you guys don't have to do this as a group. Yeah. Talk to Wayland. Alright. Uh, they go ahead and they teleport you within a few blocks of Zeo Industries. Um, we'll 
get back to that when these two tell me what they're doing. Um, so maybe it would make more sense for you to go to Brenda Turner, I guess. And then I could go talk to this Travis kid or whatever, maybe. I don't have a better idea because I don't know what. Um, Travis is in custody, but. So Uh, that'll be hard to talk to him. Not possible. Not possible, but hard. But it is much easier for Casey to go talk to Brenda Turner yeah, than it is for you to do that. Yeah, because I was about to say, I'm just a regular person off the street. Casey's You're... an EMT and could make up an excuse to be there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would be smarter yeah. since she's in the hospital. And for me, uh, I don't know, I can try and figure out maybe a way to speak to the kid. Maybe just say that I'm doing some report. You have the kind origin, right? Yeah. So that's like once per session you can call in favors from people? I think so. I think that's correct. Hang on. Um... Because if that's true, you could, you know, come up with some favor somebody, you know, one of those police officers owes you. Sorry, I'm trying to see where this isn't right. I wrote the wrong page numbers down. Where are the... um... Origins? Mm-hmm. They're at the beginning of the book. Not all the way at the beginning, but in the beginning. Kind. There we go. So what does kind say? Um, the origin benefit is I know a guy. So you've been so nice to so many people in your lifetime. You have friends in the strangest places. Variety With the variety of talents. If you need a favor, some information, or perhaps the use of the skill you and your team does not possess once per day, you can communicate with a friendly acquaintance and attempt a difficulty 12 persuasion skill 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 check if you're successful your acquaintance will gladly help you out with whatever you are lacking in the moment so just do a difficulty 12 well, you're not doing anything just yet okay but that is an option yeah i would use that um, so i think it's obviously. fair to say that you know you don't necessarily yet know whether um this guy is in a position to help you but you do know that there's a cop that owes you a favor okay um so let's start. So you guys all kind of teleport off. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go ahead and start with uh, uh, Ruby. Okay. And that's what him. is, I'm going to put you on the spot. What is the name of your cop contact? Stanley Graves. Stanley Graves. So it's uh, Sergeant, Lieutenant, Captain, Detective, Patrol. Detective Graves. Detective Graves. Um, you find Graves uh, at this uh, hot dog stand that you actually introduced him to. That's not related to the favor he owes you, but it is a thing that he's fond of. Mm-hmm. And uh, he sees you and goes, Hey, Ruby, how's it going? It's going good. I see you still frequenting the hot dog stand. Oh, yeah. No, it's great. They're the only place that have that, like, spicy Dijon mustard that I like. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. They're pretty legit. Uh, so what, what can I do for you? Well, I actually need some help. Um, I need to um, talk to uh, Travis Montrose. What do you need to talk to him for? Just need to... Need... I've been kind of researching some things uh, with the goings on in the city, just kind of for so psychology paper. 
trying to find out what just think it would be good to speak to him and see what could be happening maybe it's a uh go ahead and make your difficulty 12 persuasion do you not have any dice in persuasion i don't know both of them are the highest in. numbers, so it's a natural just 20 and a six. Nice. Yes. Yeah. He goes, um, kind of sits there for a second. He goes, Yeah. Yeah. I think I can make that happen. Just, um, you know, whatever paper or anything you're writing, kind of keep my name out of it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I wasn't planning on, you know. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, and he, he's like, Hey, meet me over at, uh, Precinct 10 in about an hour. Okay. Nice. Good to see you. I hope, you, hope the paper, you know, this helps you with your paper. Yeah, it should. It should help out a lot. Yeah. And then uh, we go to Casey. Um, getting to the floor she's on, easy. She does have a police guard, so getting in the room, you're going to have to tell me how that works. So Casey is friends with one of the nurses on that floor because... Um, she ends up on a lot of like really intense calls, so she's met this nurse a couple times. The nurse's name is uh, Jesus Christ. I'm so bad at, na- at names. Anita March, and uh, Anita she she's over at the nurse's station. She's looking like you know, getting to the point. She's almost at the end of her shift. A lot of stuff to do. Nurse's job never ends. Then uh, she kind of just kind of walk walks up to. Anita and just says, hey, Anita, how's it going? Oh, hey, Casey. What have you been up to? Yeah, same old, same old. Every, It's gotten really crazy ever since the uh, all this polygoner stuff. Oh, yeah. I, you know, my, uh, uh, my psychic's best friend, mm-hmm. she was at that movie theater that got attacked. Oh, wow. Yeah, she said that Green Ranger showed up and just kicked one of these polygoners right in the dick. <laughs> oh, man. He's pretty cool. Like, hey, I was wondering if I could get a favor from you. Um, So, I want to talk to uh, uh, Brenda Turner. I was wondering if you needed me, if there's anything I can do to help you, because I know you're really busy if I just go in there and do something just talk to her what do you need to talk to her about I'm getting a little concerned with the with you know the whole people seeing monsters this is like the third time and last time and it was something leaping themselves hurling themselves out a window and if this is gonna be a common thing I kind of want to know if uh, there was something going on beforehand I want you to make a persuasion um, and we're gonna call it a DC 16. 21. Yeah, that'll do it. She goes, um, all right, you do all my paperwork here. I'll get you in the room. I can do that. You got any notes? Uh, yeah, she has notes, but she, she's been taking notes all shift, but hasn't done any of her paperwork yet. That's fine. Cool. Yeah, I'll do, I'll do your paperwork for you. The look on Ashley's face. It's just so much. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and, uh, Casey. Getting into the lobby? Easy. Getting past that point? Different question. Uh, so, 
how do you think uh i called you casey a minute ago you did. <laughs> how do you think Jaden uh handles it uh so Bobby, yeah yeah receptionist yeah i let them know i said hey can you let mr whalen know that mr blue would like to see him make me a persuasion check 19 19 all right she goes um okay i don't see this on the schedule i'll, I'll just call him real quick she steps over to the side and makes a phone call and says uh uh yes yes mr Wheeler. yes i i understand yes um there is a uh, mr blue here saying that he had an appointment um yes yes a mr blue oh, um one oh, yes sir and she puts the phone down and says uh and she reaches under the desk and she hands you a visitor's pass and says um uh, Mr. Whalen is going to meet you in conference room 14, and uh, Jeremy here is going to help you find him. One of the security guards walks over to kind of show you the way. Uh, and we're going to cut back to Ruby. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get to the police station, and, um, you know, Graves is there, and he uh, gives you kind of like this kind of like quick. Uh, I can give you ten, you know, five minutes. Five minutes tops, and then you're done. You know, this is the police chief's kid. It's a whole fucking thing. Uh, and if you get caught, you don't know me. Okay. Um, and he kind of leads you in there, and you there's the desk sergeant kind of in the holding area. Uh, and he's just like, hey, Bill. You uh, you want to go take a quick walk, get some coffee? You've been sitting down all day. I know that's not good for your sciatica. He's like, oh, I mean, I'm supposed to, you know, the chief is, ah, who, the chief's not going to know. Come on. He's not going anywhere. All right. And they get up and they walk out and then you're able to kind of walk up. Um, and you, you're able to pick out who Travis is because he's the only person under 30 in here. Um, and he's just sort of sitting on the bed, facing his hands. Uh, doesn't look up when you walk up. Hey, Travis? He looks at you. Who are you? I'm, uh, I'm Ruby. I was just, I just had a few questions for you about the things you saw. My dad told me not to talk to reporters. I'm not a reporter. Make a persuasion check. Uh, 17. 17? Uh, no. 20. 30, 20. 20. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, he's quiet for a second and he goes, uh, I'm not crazy. I know what I saw. Mm-hmm. I didn't say you were crazy. I don't believe that you're crazy. I just was wondering what it was you saw. I was at home with my little brother, mm-hmm. um, you know, I didn't have any classes, and I looked up, and there was a, like a, a human, but he didn't have any skin. So it just looked like, kind of like muscles, kind of? Like, like straight up attack on Titan shit. Okay. Except his eyes were glowing red, and he 
started chasing me. So I ran into our dad's room and I got his handgun and I fired. Mm. And it wasn't until after I fired that I realized that it was my brother and that he was chasing me because I was running and screaming. Mm-hmm. And I'm lucky that he's short. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I might have killed him. I don't know what happened. It, it just... It just happened. Mm-hmm. I just looked up, and it was there, and I don't... I don't know what it was. It had to have been really scary. Yeah. I'm glad that... I'm glad that your brother is, you know... I mean, that he's okay, you know, um, and that you're okay, too. Was there any anything out of the ordinary, like, around the time that it happened and everything? Hmm. I'm trying to see if there's something that can make you roll to help this along. Nope. Um, he says, I, yeah, I mean, honestly, there was this weird smell, like incense hmm. and paper. You said it smelled kind of like incense and paper? Yeah. Did it smell like it was like a burning smell almost with it? No, it, it smelled like, you know, you... you light one of those incense sticks mm-hmm. not like paper was burning or anything it, it just smelled like you know old paper it has a smell mm-hmm. okay old paper so not like a new book or anything like that no you open that no, up no. and and not not the smell of burning like but the smell of like burning incense mm-hmm. okay so incense and old paper and did like you smelled that and then you saw yeah yeah, I did. Now, did you smell that the whole time the monster was around, or was it just like you smelled it and then saw the monster? I didn't smell it after mm-hmm. it was done, but I, I don't remember. I, I couldn't say yeah. if it was during, but definitely right before. Okay. Um, I was trying to think if there was any other questions I could... This is just me as a player. I'm just yeah. trying to think if there's any other questions to ask somebody if they noticed anything different or um and since then you haven't smelled anything like that or nothing else has happened that's been off? Not no, not nothing other than expected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you talking to me. Is there, if there's anything else you can think of that's off, I'm here to talk to you about it for the next few minutes and then I've got to go. Um, yeah, he doesn't really have anything okay. else to say. Okay. Well, thank you. I really appreciate you talking to me. Yeah. He just sort of nods and puts his head back in his hands. Well, I'm just going to walk out and just let him know to take it easy. I'm thinking of him. Yeah. All right. No, I don't think he's crazy. All right. Uh, Casey. The okay. nurse is able to basically just give you some scrubs. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. Hospital so you, has, like... 
once you have some scrubs, you just look like any other nurse. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she gets you in the room. Um, Brenda Turner is alone in the room right now. And uh, your friend, uh, Anita, tells you, yeah, she, uh, she's she been conscious for a while, but, you know, sleeping a lot. Obviously, she just got hit by a car. Yeah. She's lucky. Uh, she had very little uh, damage to her head. Uh, you know, no more than expected. Thanks, uh, Anita. I'll I'll try to make this quick. I don't want you to. Yeah, I can get only in give trouble. you a couple minutes. That's fine. Uh, and she walks out. All right, Miss Anita. I mean, oh, Jesus, Miss Brenda. <laughs> Miss Brenda. Uh, and she goes, uh, "What? What? Hi, Miss." Hi, Miss Brenda. My name's Casey. Um, real quick, can you just confirm your name and your birthday? Standard operating yeah, procedure in the hospital. She says her birthday. Mm-hmm. You know, you kind of run her through basic concussion stuff. It's, you get the impression that you're like the fifth person to do this. Yeah, so she's like... <sighs> yeah. Yeah, alright. Miss Brenda, I was wondering if I could ask you a few questions about the uh, what happened. I know you've you're probably sick of this. Fine, just ask them. Okay, um can you just give me an idea of what happened? I was at the kitchen table drinking my coffee and reading on my tablet when I looked up and it looked like this metal skeleton just sharp edges like it it could cut me just by touching me and I threw my coffee at it and ran out the back door and into the street and was hit Jesus has there been anyone new that you've encountered that was kind of like noteworthy I I meet new people all the time hmm I mean, did, was there anything, like, weird that happened right before you, uh, you looked up and saw the skeleton? I, I don't, there was a weird smell, but I don't remember what it was. And the, the skeleton was weird, because it, yeah, it, it almost looked like, like it would have been wrapped around something. Instead of, like, inside something. Huh. Are are we done with the questions? I'd really like to go back to sleep. That's fine. You go back to sleep. I hope you feel better soon. Um, and your friend, you know, Anita kind of nods at you as you're leaving. And kind of, like, does the, like, thumbs up, thumbs down thing. I just kind of thumbs up. All right. And then I just kind of, like, you know, stop swing by the desk and just whisper to her, like, hey, she's going back to sleep. She makes a note. And then we cut to, uh, Jaden. You've been sitting in this conference room for probably about 15 minutes. Uh, when... Cause there, there, so there are two entrances into this conference room and just, like, a wall of windows. Um, and from the entrance you didn't come in from, you see this man walk in. He's early 30s bald black man uh, an incredibly nice suit like his suit probably costs 
six months rent uh, for you. Um, which is also different because a lot of these tech bros in uh, Arctech Valley are big fans of the, like, I wear a hoodie underneath my sports coat. And this guy's wearing a proper suit. You know, shirt, tie, the whole thing. And he sits down on the opposite end of the conference table from you and says, uh, So I know that Blue isn't your real name. So what can I do for you? came to ask about your associate. The one that, you know, Peter Pan, not your boardroom. Ah, Kai. Yeah, he uh, must have worked himself too hard. And what is your name? Jaden. Jaden. Um, are you a reporter of some kind? We have some mutual acquaintances. Ah. One of those mutual acquaintances, I assume, is a big blue head. He's lost some weight. Yeah. So, Khan said that he was being attacked by putty patrollers and Lord Zed. And you didn't find that strange? Well, when the Power Rangers show up, things tend to get incredibly messy. You ain't kidding. In fact, in about, uh, he looks at his watch, 20 minutes or so, I have a meeting with the mayor and the chief of police about what to do about them. Them? The Power Rangers. Though, he uh, stands up and adjusts his uh, cuffs. I suppose them probably isn't going to include you after this. And uh, two, or I say two, three uh, of those inch and a half crystals fly into the room and form into polygoners. And uh, Franklin Whalen just takes the chair he was sitting in and moves it up against the wall and then just sits back down. And we're going to roll initiative. Damn. <laughs> this car fucking ran. I knew this guy was into some shit. It this escalated so quickly. What'd you get? That is a six for initiative. Alright, so they're going to go first. Because they got a 20. Alright, so the uh, first one is going to run up and fight you. That is only a 14 versus toughness evasion, whichever one's higher. No, they're both 16. Yeah, so he completely misses. The other one runs up. That is a 14, which also misses. And ooh, this one might do it. 21. Ooh. Hits you for one damage. But now it is your turn. Um, hmm. Well, there are polygons here, so I guess morphing would be too inconspicuous. So yeah, I'll morph and take out your big fucking sword yeah big fucking you know. sword you know how it is yeah those are free actions though no? yeah okay. uh, morphing I believe is a free action and um yeah if I got my armor on my sword out then I'll attack the nearest uh morphing is actually a standard action standard yes what's the difference uh free action means you can still attack standard means you instead of attacking you morph Okay. But so. you're 
toughness goes up by, what, two when you morph? Yeah. So you're harder to hit. So I, when I upped, it, I upped the toughness, I had to up the essence too, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so after you have morphed, they will attack again. Yeah, well, that's a big old 13. And another fucking 13. Uh, that one, however, is a 20. Yeah. So one more damage. As these guys are... I mean, it's to be expected in a fight. They're You're a better fighter, but there's more of them. Yeah. You know. Uh, you can only dodge and tank so many hits. Because for the most part, that is what you're doing. You're not dodging so much as you're doing that boxer thing of pulling your arms up and just sort of trying to absorb the blows. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is now your turn. Alright. Yep, wanna go for the nearest. And you do get your solo strike because you're the only one fighting them. And that's um, an upshift, right? Yes. It's a nine. A nine? Yeah, a nine doesn't do it. Uh, but you have extra attacks. So you get to attack second time. Okay. Same roll? Yep. It's a little better, but that is a 12. Uh, I believe that a 12 hits. Let me double check. Uh, no, a 12 does not hit. Um, again, much like you, they're basically just tanking these hits. And you look over and Waylon is just watching. Like a fucking monster. Uh, yep, that is a 15. That is a 19. Yep. Alright, that's one more damage. Uh, but that's a 12. So now it's your turn. <laughs> got to keep on swinging, man. You gotta. Uh, 13 is the number you're looking I, for. I thought it was. Yeah. Uh, nope, it's 9, but... Man, you need to grab a different die. That shit's cursed. Yeah. yeah. Leave all the foley in. Huh? I said I'm going to leave all the foley in. Alright, let's try it. Not any better. What the fuck, man? Uh, ooh, boy. It's a, a 1, a 2, and a 3. That is a 22. That's a wrap. Yep. Um, so you are unconscious. Well, they are wailing on you. And finally, uh, they stop as Franklin holds his hand up. And he walks, he makes a motion to one of them. Uh, and they walk over to the window as he walks up to you. You're still morphed. You, the shit's been kicked out of you. And he grabs you by the front of your armor. And just one hand bodily lifts you fully up off of the ground. And says, uh, kid, you have no idea what's happening here. You're better off tossing Zordon and joining the winners. And then the putty, the, or the uh, polygoner opens the window, and he just hurls you ten feet across the room out the window. Mm. I was going to see like if I could do anything with the uh, personal power point, but um, I'm oh shit, flying. actually, well, you're out now, so you can't like if that last hit would have taken you out of the fight, then there's nothing you can do about that. Okay, 
Can before. he use story points? Before you were taken out, oh, you could have used a story point. Because technically what happens here is you unmorph, you have one hit point left, but you're unconscious. Hmm. This part's just for flavor. Gotcha. Uh, because as you are falling, you are teleported back to the command center. Hmm. What do you two do after you finish your stuff up? Because all this is kind of happening at the same time. I feel like I would have messaged the group chat and been like, hey, I'm done. Uh, I just met with Travis. I want to meet up with you guys and see uh, what you got from from uh, your investigations. Where do you want to meet? I just sent a text back like, hey, we should probably meet up with Command Center. Let Zordon in on the loop. Okay, and I'm pretty sure if Jaden hasn't responded, you're like, hey, man, are you okay? If I don't hear anything, I'm going to, like, get on the communicator and try to communicate that way. I think that's shortly after you've gotten back to the command center and you're, uh, uh, if you've demorphed, you know, you're basically just sitting there and Alpha 7, like, hands you an ice pack. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, when you hear on your communicator, you know, beep, 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 beep. Yeah. Hey, are you okay? I've been better. Oh. I don't like the sound of that. Yeah, Waylon's a dick. Oh. Oh, boy. Uh, hey. Can't... Hey, Alpha 7 or Zordon, can you transport us back to the command center? Sure Please. thing. I appreciate it. You guys teleport in and Jaden looks like he has had a rough afternoon. <laughs> like, okay, hold still. I got to Alpha 7 goes, I'm a programmed medical droid. I'm still freaking out. Okay. He's been here for like 10 minutes before you guys showed up. Jesus Christ. Well, what happened? Yeah, fill us in. Well, turns out Waylon is definitely behind this. The attacks or the polygoners? Yes. I don't know how far it goes, man, but he's definitely involved. Damn, that's not good. I got some information from Travis. Travis was saying that before he saw the like skinless monster uh, thing that he smelled something that smelled like incense and old paper. Hmm. Um, and that, I mean, I don't know if it applies, but the, the thing had red eyes. Um, it was definitely, you know, whatever it was, it overlaid over his brother. Um, you know, he looked up one minute, he was looking down, he, he smelled the thing, he looked up, the monster was there, and he was running, and the thing that was running after him was actually his little brother. The, Brenda said something similar, like, uh, the skeleton made of knives was, like, wrapped around something instead of, you know, you know, inside something like you would expect for a skeleton, and she smelled a weird smell before it happened. He she was... couldn't describe it because she couldn't remember, but she smelled something weird, looked up, saw the skeleton. Might have been the same smell. Did you get anything else from Waylon other than his involvement? He wasn't surprised by this. He's definitely behind the tech in the Polygoners. He seemed to control them, even. He's also meeting with the commissioner and the mayor. He has a vendetta against mm. the Rangers. Believe me, I know. But 
even to the point of endangering innocent people. And uh, Alpha 7 goes, Hey, does skeleton outside the body sound like exoskeleton to anybody else? I mean, yeah. <laughs> That's literally what that means. Yeah, cool. And he walks over to the console and on the screen comes up an image of, well, I actually don't think any of you guys would really know who he is, but you see this creature, humanoid, but he has no skin, but he does have a sharp metal exoskeleton. And part of that exoskeleton is this, like, grill-like faceplate that also has a bright red visor. Oh. Huh. So maybe they did... And uh, Zordon says, Zed. Wait a minute, that's... You said that's Zed? That is Lord Zed. Hmm. So... Do you think he's coming back? I don't know. Like gradually forming together or something like that? Is he being summoned, possibly? Cheating death would be, frankly, expected. But who could or would bring him back from the dead? I mean, it sounds like like Uh, Franklin Whalen, if he's acting the way he's acting. Did he say anything about any other people with him? Involved in this? No. He didn't strike me as somebody who would not be in complete control of the situation. If he's trying to summon Lord Zed from the afterlife, this is much more dangerous than I would have thought. Also, he was very strong. But he did morph. He? How strong? too strong and uh you know zordon sits there for a moment he goes that is that's very unusual Waylon was never weak by any standards but i can only assume how you would define too strong is far stronger than he should be yeah versus a morph ranger yeah That is, we need more information. Alpha 7, where was the blue turbo zord when it, where was the crash site for the blue turbo zord? And he brings up, it's uh, in the mountains, probably about 30 or 40 miles away. Crash site? Yeah, you guys know uh, from when you first came here that uh, Alpha 6 went to investigate the crash site for the blue turbo zord mm, okay uh, and it, he so there was some sort of explosion because alpha six was terminated which activated alpha seven um, but alpha seven doesn't have any more information because alpha six hadn't uh, gotten the chance to upload his uh, memory banks if alpha six is still there do you think we might be able to get any memories from him that we could bring over If evidence of the crash site is there, and if we can find more information, that is possible. It's the only thing I can think of to do, as it... Whatever has happened to Wayland, that 
is the only true lead we have. Well, I guess we better go check it out. Yeah, sounds like it. Oh boy, camping. <laughs> um, and Zordon looks at you, Jaden, and says, uh, are you sure you don't need more time to rest? I'll be alright. If Casey can help me with these ribs. <sighs> no offense, Alfie, but your hands are kind of cold. <laughs> and Alpha says, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't understand the humans. It's, you just need a spanner. That's how you fix me. Uh, he just grumbles off and Zordon starts preparing stuff. Says, uh, I'm ready to teleport you whenever you are ready to go. Okay. Ready when you are. Same. Alright. You guys teleport out. Um, you're, you know, in the mountains and canyons to the uh, north of Angel Grove. Um, I think alertness rolls is what we're going to make here to see like our initial assessment of things. What did Jaden get? 17. Alright. 14. Alright. I got a 15. 15. Okay. Um, Jaden and Ruby, you're eventually able to piece together because it's it's been eight years. It's a long time for nature to uh, reclaim an area. Um, but you're able to kind of piece together, hey, this hill's a little weird, and Jaden, you get yourself into a position where you can kind of see that there is a a uh, gouge in the canyon. Um, it's hard to see outside of the position, you know, that perspective, just because it's been eight years, plenty of stuff's grown up over, you know, storms and everything, but that gouge was deep enough that it's still there if you know where to look for it uh, and you're pretty sure this is close to the crash site that you're you are in the right area uh, at this point it's just looking for pieces wherever the zord was this specifically that's gone uh, that's been cleaned up somehow but this is the area you would look in if you're looking for any other evidence and with that this episode is over and it is time for the p-zone for god's sake we're doing this again mm-hmm. oh yeah do you have some peas for the p-zone fuck you um i have a twitter <laughs> only underscore e i sh- i share things i care about and i scream about and i scream about more go forth that fun watch me scream about capitalism Ashley? I'm on Instagram and TikTok occasionally. Under Am Cosplay Queen, you can look up some costuming stuff if I'm doing it. Mike? Oh, you could find me here being mollywopped by hard light douchebags. <laughs> uh, you can support the podcast by going to weplayrpgs.com. You can buy t shirts and dice and coffee. Um, you can show some support to Keely Byrne by uh, listening to our theme song, First Contact. Thank you so much for the use. And you can find me online, Eli Royal, at any variation of Grumpy Badger Dice. Um, you won't find me doing it, but you will know that I have upper decked your toilet. 
Bye.